welcome everyone to episode 15? 16. 15? 16. 16. 16 <laughs> of, <laughs> of GG PlayStation, a Dungeon Crawlers Network production. My name is Sydney. I'm one of your hosts. Joining me today is my co-op partner in games and in life. Hello, Josh. Hi. Hi. I can count good. It's been one week since week. you look at me. Da, 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 da. I don't know the words. <laughs> so it's been a while, so I guess I'll let that slide. It's been a while. You don't know the words of that one either. <laughs> it was one of those I wasn't allowed to listen to it. Was it Disney music when I was a kid? Like, was it related to a Disney movie? That was not, no. No, so I wouldn't know the words. You just know that it went with what we were saying. <laughs> I know the song itself. Like, I've heard it a couple of times, but I don't know all of the words. I just know that it's been a while. Like, it's been a while. <laughs> anyway, right. we're back after our one-week hiatus. I was going to say, welcome back, guys. Welcome back. I guess it's we're it's our welcome back. Welcome back to listening to us, welcoming you back to welcoming you back. Sorry we missed a week. It was a vacation, though. It was. And we did record something on the way, but it didn't sound very good, so I decided to go not to post it. Yeah, and then the person that we recorded it with yelled out, I do not consent on in the middle of it. So. That was <laughs> to after recording. I To the recording. That's after I started. I stopped the recording, and then he said that. Yeah. It would have been cool to have that but I didn't record that part of it. You should have. I do not consent, Josh, to being recorded. He was just being uh, self-conscious. Shouldn't be. If I can sing, partially sing one line of a song and then just mumble my way through the rest of it. It's just us, so whatever. I mean, I am who I am, and that's what it is, so it's cool. You are. Yeah. You are. Yep. So oh, how, how have you been since the last we spoke? Since last we spoke? Like we you and the, I? Uh, us in the audience. Oh, in the audience. Been good. Really sneezy. Eyes are watering. Thank you, smoky Colorado. And then snowy Colorado. I'm cold. <laughs> That's it. You want to talk uh, about, you know, wh- why we've been gone? I, why I we thought you meant like the immediate, like how I was feeling. Like in this moment? In this moment. In this moment, I feel cold. And I wish I had coffee because I was promised coffee before this, but then you tricked me. I just asked you if you wanted to go. I didn't say, I let's said, go. Yes. I said, I had like oh, that's, the eyes that's of... nice to know that you want to go get coffee. Let's <sighs> podcast now. I had like the eyes of a five-year-old. You're like, do you want to go get coffee and then podcast? I'm like, oh, yes. But why aren't we getting coffee? Because you won't sleep. So I'm trying to be a good husband and set you up for success. Thanks. I do enjoy my sleepy time. When it hits me at nine o'clock at night, and I have no choice whatsoever, which is soon, yes. so we'll so, probably have a hard out on our podcast. I don't know, um, but yeah, doing good. We went on vacation. Yeah, we drove twenty five hundred miles in forty three hours in the car. It's too much. It was Ahsoka's first road trip. And she did fantastic. She did. There's evidence on Instagram. She has her own Instagram. May Ahsoka be with you. Yeah. That's her Instagram. Lots of pictures and videos on there. Some of you cuddling her. And of you cuddling Khaleesi, John's dog. Mm -hmm. And she looking really jealous. (laughs) Yeah. It's awesome. 
Yeah, she's kind of a butthead when you aren't giving her the attention that you're giving the other dogs. Yeah, she doesn't understand it. It's only dog syndrome. Yeah. But. It'll be interesting to see when we get another one how she acts. Yeah, uh, I'll be interested. I hope that it's good. Probably uh, depends on the type. We're going to have to get a bigger bed. <laughs> or they could just not sleep on it. That is not an option. <laughs> But yeah, we went to Iowa and then to Texas, and Iowa's a lot uh, cooler than I thought it was going to be, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They had delicious food and like a lot of local places. Yeah. And then Texas was also awesome. And the first time down there to see my best friend. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's been a long, I don't, I've never driven that much in one sitting me personally like driven i've gone on road trips but i was never the driver i've never done it to where i was the driver or always been co-pilot or rear seat passenger like my mom and my dad had a minivan when i was growing up and i was always in the way back oh yeah i can't remember we drove from washington to colorado and then uh Colorado. <laughs> Colorado. And uh, other than that, I can't really remember. But it was fun. Actually, the, the drive wasn't so bad. Yeah. Good conversation. Um, fun games, by yeah. the way. 21 questions, 20 questions. <laughs> that doesn't work. It's an inside joke. They don't know. I Okay. Well, we played 20 questions. <laughs> That was fun. That killed a lot of time. Yeah, it did. That was good. Video game, 20 questions, and movie, 20 questions was fun. Mm-hmm. And then we read, I read through um, a Choose Your Adventure app that Josh has on his phone, that it was D&D based. That was fun. Yeah, that was cool. You get to like make choices and decide if you want to cast spells and mm-hmm. or not cast spells. Or die. And it was well written and pretty funny yeah they broke the fourth wall a couple of times it was, yeah. it was good it was that good. was cool yeah so good to be back excited to podcast again yes little bummed our streak ended but it's okay we'll continue on yeah we'll just have to record some other episodes maybe make up for it or something because we want to have at the year mark we want to be at 52 episodes, right? Yeah, that'd be good. So That's yeah. the goal. That's the goal. We'll see. Yeah. So, um, what have you been playing since we got back? Or even while we were gone? Well, while we were gone, we got Marvel oh, Avengers. Yeah. Yes, we did. So we put a pretty good chunk of time into that. Mm-hmm. And that's been pretty cool. We played the beta a lot, and I was really excited for the game. Still excited to be playing it. Uh, had a, some issues. Yeah. It wasn't completely smooth, which I guess I was kind of expecting, but... Well, it got really rough for you, though. And it's their first multiplayer-centric game, I guess you could say. Because they've done, like, spinoff... Not spinoff, but, like, modes in Tomb Raider that had mm-hmm. multiplayer. So they know matchmaking and stuff, or they have a little bit of a history of it, but... Yeah, we had we had some issues. Well, I guess I had the most of the issues, I which usually doesn't happen. Usually, it's at somebody else, and yeah. I'm like, "Oh, that sucks, man." But 
this time it was me. Yeah. So I lost like three hours of progress and I had to start over. But I was really enjoying the game, so it actually wasn't that bad. It annoyed me. (laughs) Yeah, it was frustrating because I like what happened. I was in a mission and then Sid invited me to her game. So I just left that mission through her invite. And then my game got stuck in this like loop where it was loading the wrong cut or it was. Yeah, it was loading the wrong cutscene. It was loading the cutscene from the beginning of the game. It's actually kind of funny (laughs) because it was Tony Stark, his model but his upper lip was missing, so he looked like he had buck teeth, and it was um, Laura Bailey's voice coming out of him. Yeah. It was super strange. I uh, felt like it was Laura Bailey's, like, her her character's teeth on top of the Tony Stark character. Yeah, maybe. Without an upper lip, though. Yeah. It, it was, was bad. crazy. I got some screenshots. I should post them on our uh, Instagram. And uh, it just wouldn't let me get out. I reinstalled the game. I, like, deleted it and reinstalled it. I tried to pull a different save. It was just like locked in on that weird load. So I could play co-op with people and level up and stuff, but I couldn't progress through the campaign anymore. Right. And I could only join someone's game. I couldn't um, I couldn't play the campaign. Yeah. So I had to start over. But I, I am having a lot of fun with that game, bugs and all. What about you? Uh, it's what do you just, think? It's okay. I, it's not grabbing me like I had hoped it would. Yeah, um, that's a bummer. I, I really, based off of the beta, I was like, yeah, this is great. It's really going to grab me. And maybe it just doesn't have the same amount of heart in it that I feel like, you know, even Tomb Raider had, had me, like, emotionally involved a little bit. It's hard when you're coming off of Last of Us Part Two. It's really difficult. I think also the way we played it. I think if you just mainlined it and focused, oh yeah, I think you would have a completely different opinion because the story yeah. and like Kamala, the performances are great. Like everybody's doing really well. I I mean I'm really attached to the four people that I know of that are in it, which is Travis, Laura, Troy, and Nolan. Um, I love all of them. They're really great voice actors, and I you know just from Critical Role what I see. Uh, Laura and Travis are amazing people, mm-hmm. but that doesn't make the game, like, I, it makes me attach more so to Laura and Travis to be in that game, and I bought the game and everything in my mind to support Laura and Travis, um, but, like, the game itself, it's fun, there's a lot that you do that when, we, when the beta came out, I'm like, yeah, that's awesome, yeah, and maybe because we played the beta, I was just kind of like, yeah, it's another, it's a thing that we're doing is another thing yeah. i wasn't like that jazzed about it when it actually came came down to it and i could play um story's been good i like the up the the upgrade system the skill tree system is really good um it makes you actually focus on using button combinations rather than just like mashing. randomly like mashing buttons with on every character so that's good. I'm getting to, you know, get really good and acquainted with all of my DualShock 4 buttons before I'll have my DualSense. <laughs> they'll be the same buttons pretty they'll much. They'll be the same ones, but <laughs> who knows? Maybe they'll tr- decide to change out everything, like, layout-wise. We've seen the controller. It's the same. No, I'm talking about, like, the controls. Of the game. Like, either you can use a different button to jump. Oh. Well, after games do that, sort of. Yeah. But sometimes. you have your staples of 
like X's usually jump or cross, whatever you want to call it. X. Triangles, your heavy attack. Squares, your normal yeah. attack. Circle is like a dodge. That's pretty standard. Yeah. But I think they do that for a reason. Yeah. And maybe another reason I'm not that, like, that jazzed about it is because my focus is now solely on PS5. Uh, it's what I expected, and I'm enjoying it. So I'm not completely ready to be done with PS4 yet. So I mean, there's still some good stuff coming out. I don't know if I'm ready to be done with PS4, but I'm ready to, like, I, I, there's just nothing. I was so excited about Last of Us Part Two for so long. And now, like, everything else that's coming out, I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah. I feel like they should have put that last. Like, it would have driven like me crazy. Like a month crazy. before. It would have driven me absolutely insane if it had, they had done it, like, a month before. But at the same time, maybe they should have. Because Ghost of Tsushima, you said that you connected with the story and it was really good. I barely know what's happening. I haven't finished it yet. And same thing with, like, Avengers. I, I know what's happening from the perspective of what I've watched while you were playing. Mm-hmm. And also, when you got a certain character and you and John started yelling and you woke me up when I was sitting in his recliner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but... I, we thought we uh, got... We ended up not. Yeah. But... I don't know. I just need to... Maybe I just need to sit this weekend and really just commit to to playing it and doing that. Yeah. So, Avengers, I think... We've talked about it before. We've talked about the beta. So, it's... It's like a third-person co-op action game. It's not all co-op. There's like a single-player campaign that you can only play single-player. But there's a ton of co-op missions that you can do with up to three other people. And it's basically a superhero beat-em-up. Yeah. And uh, each character has their own skill tree. There's like three skill trees per character, and they're actually really, really fleshed out and cool. Yeah. Um, my favorite is Thor, and he takes a while to unlock, unfortunately. And I, we, we'll try not to spoil anything here because it just came out. But uh, throughout the campaign, you get new characters as you kind of... Like, basically, the premises of the game, if you've seen the trailer, is uh, the Avengers are disbanded, basically. And then it's about reassembling them. Yeah. Instead of Avengers Assemble, it's reassemble. <laughs> reassemble. So you get characters throughout the campaign unlocked by when they come into the story. So if you're looking forward to playing to a certain character, you may have to play through. The campaign's only like nine or ten hours probably if but you mainlined it. they do have the option for you to go ahead and skip the story if you want. And, yes. And you can just go to the multiplayer automatically. We we didn't want to do that. Because there's spoilers, obviously. If you, yeah. It'll show you all the unlocks. But yeah, it's called Avengers Initiative, and that basically skips. There's a post-game. Once you finish the game, there's actually a like a post-game campaign that you can play that unlocks after the end of the game and i think it's all multiplayer at that point i think so too and uh you can pick any character and stuff so you wouldn't have to wait like you're saying technically but you would have to work if you didn't really care about the story you just wanted to beat people up as your favorite marvel hero you could do that but i think the writing's really good uh it seems like they didn't pull any like any punches money-wise or they didn't try to penny pinch because they got a great cast. I mean, if you were thinking of an all-star cast, which basically Avengers is an all-star m- movie where you have, you know, mm-hmm. your biggest superheroes coming together like a team-up, they picked basically all the best voice actors in the business. Well, Travis has done th- 
Thor for the animated Thor for years and years and years. Right. And Laura, same thing with her doing Black Widow. Uh, Troy and Nolan, they just, you know, I feel like they get what they want. <laughs> well, and he, I actually listened to an interview. Um, he talked about getting cast and he thought he was going to be Hawkeye because he does Hawkeye in some of the animated stuff. Oh, wow. And he's he's been Batman. He's... Troy has pretty Troy much has done, done everything. Yeah, he's been Joker. He's been Batman. He's been... But yeah, on the Marvel that. side, I think Hawkeye is, is usually his go-to, and he's done that. So he's like, cool. He's like, going to be Hawkeye. And they're like, no, we want you to be Bruce Banner. And uh, and they actually made that distinguish, like, like Bruce Banner and the Hulk. They're different mm-hmm. characters. And uh, he was like, oh, wow. And he was kind of a little bit scared because he knew they'd compare to Mark Ruffalo. Same thing with Nolan North. He was a little bit um, not scared, but hesitant to be Tony Stark just because freaking, Jr. he just killed it. Yeah. And I've, live action wise, I don't think they will ever do anything with that. Mm-hmm. I don't just, think that they'll ever touch those. Maybe a, like his kid or something, but not a st- straight up Tony Stark. No. By the, well, at least until or we're even gone. Hulk. Yeah, uh, Mark Ruffalo. I don't think anybody's gonna touch his character either like yeah they've they've talked about they're gonna have a she hulk series on disney plus and, and she's coming to the game yeah i'm pretty sure um and i love marvel um i have a card game that it's a it's a deck builder that i love to play that <laughs> i try to get as many of the expansions as possible marvel legendary if anybody ever wants to play that <laughs> i have some cards that we could use um but that's I, I love that and like the lore behind all of that it I just I, I love Marvel but I'm struggling to connect with this game for some reason yeah which which sucks because of course I am and, and, I and you're like you're gonna it. play and I'm like I'm and sleeping. it's something we could co-op but thankfully there is like they fill your team if you don't have someone or I could open up matchmaking and play with randoms but they also fill with like computer characters and they do fine yeah Really, all I need is to be revived if I fall. Yeah. And they do a good job with that. And, like, all the... Con- There's so much content that I'm really excited because I thought I was just going to burn through it and then be done, but there's plenty of post-game stuff. I finished the campaign with Iron Man at level, like, 19 or 20 and Thor at, like, 12. And the cap is 50. Mm-hmm. So I have t- a ton of leveling to do still. And then you have, like, a gear score, a power level. Because you're getting loot and stuff as you go, and there's like five slots of of loot that you get, and then the power cap is 250, I think. Yeah. And right now I've played probably 35 hours, and Thor is my highest le- highest leveled character, and he's 74. Yeah. So I have a ton of leveling to do. So it is bummer that you're not getting to it. Well, but... maybe I will more so this weekend. It's, it's hard for me to want to be in our game room when I sit in the game room all day working. Yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah, so I, that's that's the big part right now. Like, if I have to think about what is what is impeding my gaming, it's that. So you want to move your PC out to the kitchen counter? No, because I still need the screen. <laughs> yeah, well, you just have to move it back and forth or we get you another one. Oh, my Use gosh. the Samsung TV, the old TV. No, I would rather not do any of that. The whole point of all of that was so that we could also game PC together, but I don't 
it's it's rough at work right now just it's a lot of overtime that's a lot of what it is it's about two hours every day of overtime yeah that's rough so it's not a lot of time for well vacation we did like spend one day of our vacation playing with john because that was like a scheduled Mm -hmm. he's our gaming buddy so we did it all in the same room which i love like a old school land party yeah maybe i'll post that we'll we'll post it on facebook or whatever yeah but that was fantastic that i don't even care what we're playing we could be playing like tetris or freaking anything and i would be happy just the experience with everybody in the same room it's just fun yeah i enjoyed it so maybe that added to it too and i i love thor like almost as much as spider-man that's a lot i know it's weird, like, because they had a... You were joking around earlier today saying that that game was probably better than Spider-Man. I know, I, I was, that was something a, completely, at you. <laughs> completely a joke, but it is really good, but it's not as good as Spider-Man. No. And, and Thor isn't as good as Spider-Man, no. in my opinion. But um, there was a game called, it was like Marvel, man, what was it called? It was sort of, it was a free-to-play, like, Marvel MMO, and you could be... It was kind of the same. It was like a Diablo, though. Mm. So the camera's a little bit higher up. The characters were a little bit smaller. And you're going through getting loot and stuff. But you could be Thor in that. And it actually got discontinued. I can't remember the name of it. But it got shut down. It just wasn't doing well enough. But I really enjoyed it. And Thor in that was really cool. And, yeah, so since then, I am I was really excited to play as him. And they give you little teases. Um so it took a little longer than I would have liked to unlock him, but now I'm enjoying it and unlocking all his skills and stuff. So Yeah. Did you play anything else while we've been gone? Yeah, I picked up uh, Windbound, mm-hmm. which is, it's kind of, it looks like Moana, the cover of it, and like the boat that you go on looks like Moana's boat. Yeah. I did notice that. I was like, is this Moana? But it's like a survival game. You're... You're put in like randomly, I guess they're randomly generated semi-open worlds. They're like big areas because there's multiple of them and it has to load. So it's not all one seamless world. But you start off in like a a grass canoe or you start on an island. Then you have to build a grass canoe and then you are basically island hopping and you can upgrade your boat. But you have to eat. You have to like, so you have to hunt. You can go completely vegetarian, which I thought was interesting. There's actually a trophy for only eating it's basically fruits, I think. And then there's a separate trophy for only eating meat. <laughs> so, I don't know. They must be quick playthroughs or relatively quick. Yeah. Or you can kind of mainline it if you want. Because there's a story, but there's also... You're just surviving and exploring the world that they've made. Which is pretty cool. Simple. Uh, it's, it's got a really cool art style. I like um, I like survival games. And building your boat up is pretty cool. And then you come across like weird enemies. Like I... I fought like this giant boar, like, uh, like mythological, big type. I thought you were talking about the D and D board that you. <laughs> no, sort of like that though, big like that. Uh, so that's pretty cool, and that's that just came out, and it's on. It's not a full retail price game, so. Well, and then you got the last campfire. Yeah, played a little bit of that, and that's. I think we talked about that last. Yeah, episode. I, I just want to play it. That's all I know. Yeah, you should get that one. That's like a little cool puzzle game made from the No Man's Sky dev. Um, but I think, and then uh, Battle Chaser's still on my Switch. Chaser. Just a little bit here and there uh, to kill time wherever we were at. 
I tried. Uh, we stayed up so late usually. Yeah. Just talking and stuff that once I got in bed, I passed out pretty quick. So I never really played any Switch while we were out and about. What about you? Anything other than Marvel? Yeah. Um, the night before we left, I started my playthrough of Tell Me Why. And I'm, I want to get back into that. It, it was really interesting. Um, it's mostly interesting to play a, a story-based, non-action game on PC. I'm still learning how to use mouse and keyboard. So that's been interesting on that. Um, it's slower pace, so it's it doesn't, like... I'm not losing it if I if I don't if I'm not fast enough. Um, so I played that. Uh, I played some Ghost of Tsushima. Didn't finish obviously because I would have been screaming that at the top of the heavens. <laughs> um, and then, I know I'm still waiting. I'm gonna start forgetting what happened. So when you beat it, I'll be like, "Oh uh, right, yeah, yeah." yeah. Um, and then I brought my Switch. I didn't even take it out of its case the whole time. Yeah. My intention was to play it in the car because I figured you and John would be talking, but then we all talked, so I didn't need it. Booyah. Yep. That was intentional. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I brought a whole backpack worth of things to do, and I didn't even take anything out except for my D&D journal when we were all playing D&D together. So I'd say that's a pretty positive. Yeah, success. Um, let's see. And then we played board games while yes. we were with your family. Got to do that. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast, but I have a tradition whenever I visit somewhere new, um, I try to find a local board game store and go and purchase a game. That way, um, it's a souvenir that is useful, quote unquote useful, and also holds like some sentimental value. Be like, oh yeah, I got this board game when we went to go see Josh's aunt in Iowa. It's got a memory attached. Yeah, a memory attached to it. I've I've been doing that for, oh, I want to say about five or six years now. Um, And I mean, I buy board games besides that, but those ones that I bought in special locations, I don't get rid of. I keep them always. So, or I let somebody borrow them, Um, but I always get them back. But we played uh, some new, un- or yeah, new unlocks, which if you've not played unlocks before, it's an escape room in a box, basically. It comes with cards, uh, and you're escaping um, whatever scenario it is using those cards, and also um, your phone. There's an app on your phone that you can use. To give you hints and like different machines and different puzzles will work out. So we got to introduce your aunt and um, her family to that. Mm-hmm. And they really seem to like it. Um, <laughs> they bought two and then immediately we lost them. and We have no yeah, idea so where strange. they are. It's so weird. Um, we also played Mysterium, which is a game that I've really wanted to get you to play. Uh, if you, again, doubt you guys, everybody knows about Mysterium. But uh, you get a group of up to seven people together you probably could do more if you wanted to do teams or whatever since it's it's all one giant team um it's a cooperative game where one person plays a ghost that was murdered in a mansion and then the other six players or however many you want to do um play uh psychics that receive visions from a ghost uh related to who uh, like a certain person that's in a vision where that person was and what they used to murder 
um, <laughs> murder the ghost. And then at the end of it all, it's like uh, there's one scenario that ends up being true and the ghost picks it. And then you have to, if you guess the correct scenario, then the ghost is set free. It's obviously not real. There's no real ghosts in the game. It, what? Yeah. <laughs> I tried to teach my family this game before, and they definitely thought that we were about to worship the devil. Um, <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> um, but that's a really fun game. It's I've played it with a handful of people, and it's really fun just to try to... Like, our communication was spot on because we're married. You were able to guess all of the everything I was I was the ghost while we were playing, and Josh guessed everything on the first guess minus the murder weapon because I literally I, I struggled with what I had in my hand to try to communicate to you what it was. Uh-huh. Um, but he got everything within the first two three rounds pretty much, and then everybody else. You're poor John. John just <laughs> got the he got the back end of it. He's the person I knew second best at that table and he absolutely like there was nothing i could do to give him better hints it was so bad <laughs> yeah but if you're ever interested in finding out more about that game um i would recommend watching a playthrough on youtube will wheaton does it it's called tabletop of mysterium um and it's super fun i think laura bailey's on that episode actually oh cool um yeah well we did that and we got um Another game that I'm really looking forward to playing with you, it's co-op, it's called Stuff Fables. And there's no actual board game, like there's not a board in it. You play through a book and you're this little girl's stuffed animals that are protecting her from bad dreams, basically. That's a pretty cool premise. They're really uh, cutely designed figures They are too. adorable. And then we got an adventure game in a box, which is like the unlocks, but it's, it's just an adventure. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, we should do that sometime, maybe this weekend. Yeah. We can do that. Um, but yeah, and we played D&D. I created two more characters while we were out and about in Iowa, in Texas. And I got to DM for the first time ever. That was terrifying. But you did good. I did okay. Um, and yeah, then, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then I started reading my book when we got home. <laughs> that I meant to finish while we were gone, but... <laughs> Sweet. Too busy being included. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Sorry. And that was our trip. And guess what, honey? What? You already know, but I'm trying to be theatrical. I finally got the platinum in Borderlands 3. Oh, yeah, you did. Take that, Rusty. <laughs> so I've been... I basically have had it, but the the trophy was glitched. So the trophy I was having problems with, there's find all locations, and then there's a find all locations on one specific planet. I had the find all locations trophy, but I didn't have the one that just for that specific planet. Which means that the platinum wouldn't pop. And I was like, well, I have this one that literally states that I've seen every single location and now this trophy is saying that I don't have any. It was one specific planet. So every time there's an update, I jump in and I run around to see if that if they fix the glitch and if, see if the trophy will just pop. And every time I was disappointed, except for today. Except for today. Yeah, you scared me. I'm in the middle of like, I'm listening to Studio Ghibli music and I'm like, 
zone like zenning out as i'm working i'm like yes this is fantastic and i hear woo i was like honey honey look and um the first trophy popped and i was like oh platinum and then the platinum popped and i was like yes so i didn't have to well i did the work for it already i just I was got, like you did it the was work. like delayed gratification gratification well, it was almost a year to the day nearly because um borderlands 3's anniversary is sunday yeah so about time they finally patched it so i got that that's a platy pursuit that i can mention yeah i still have my same old same old um still working on ghost of tsushima i just need to finish the game and then i think i'll be probably pretty close to actually having it done um and then i might either go back and get try to get through concrete genie or that ari and the secret of seasons i might get that or the last campfire it depends but also i do want to focus on tell me why so many games so little time and i was looking at uh marvel that nobody has the platinum yet yeah which is kind of unheard of so i'm wondering if it's glitched or if it's really just that difficult it's probably glitched but there is a lot of like get everybody to 250 which is going to take for freaking ever yeah or oh. something close to that it's not a platy pursuit but it's something that like i have wanted my entire life and it's gonna happen and i'm really excited about it my dad and i are gonna build a board game table together i've asked him for years to to either do it for me do it with me something and he's like no 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 this was bear in mind this is when i lived with him and you know whatever mm-hmm. i was around a lot but now i'm not and so he finally will help me do it it's a good excuse to get you in the house to hang out with them for a little bit yep i think that's his thinking so good i'm excited about it yeah that's exciting yeah it's gonna be a coffee table yeah yeah <laughs> should and we I'm, jump and we're gonna have outlets in it should we jump into the news that is news <laughs> Like the gaming news? Oh, you mean like the real people news? Okay, yeah, let's do that. Oh, well, speaking of Borderlands, the fourth expansion came out today. What? Or this week. Because, well, I downloaded today. I think it came out today or sometime this week. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even, they didn't market it. Or, well, I guess we were on vacation. They did, but we just, because we looked at it and you're like, oh, it's not Tiny Tina. And then that was was the only thing that we thought about it. I was bummed out. It's called... Uh, Psycho Krieg and the Fantastic Fuster Cluck. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I was like... I, I we gotta, don't have the explicit rating on here. <laughs> I gotta read that slow, but uh, Krieg, I think that's how you say it, he is in 2. He was a playable character in Borderlands okay. 2. He's a psycho, you know, like a, those big yeah, muscular, the... crazy masks. Yep, yep, yep. And it's all about that, those, that group of people, the psychos. And there's a it's called uh, Vault Hala. Mm. So there's supposedly a giant vault that you can find. And obviously Borderlands kind of what they do. I mean, they like the loot. But it looked interesting. Uh, we still haven't... We didn't beat Expansion 2 or 3. Or three so. Every time we uh, are going to do it, we get a little too tipsy. And we're like, Wee! and then Sydney's like, it's nap time. And you're like, it's 7.30. Well, you work like... You work overtime. Get off at seven thirty. So we have 
we have to eat and then we start playing by like 8 eight thirty, and you have like an hour and we're done and i'm tired i'm tired all the time. those expansions are a little bit longer than that so yeah and that's not something i want to do by myself so no. it sits there and then other games come out and it just is yeah maybe but we have the season pass so we have all the expansions but one day we can try to coordinate with uh logan or john this weekend well not john john's got skeet yeah so but anyway that's out if people are interested um non-related playstation news but i'm super excited for uh hyrule warriors the sequel to hyrule warriors and it's a prequel to breath of the wild right does that mean that breath of the wild 2 is not coming out not this year but it'll be we still will get a breath of the wild 2 oh absolutely okay that has nothing to do with those are completely different developers and when they did a little nintendo direct about it anuma i think is his name mm-hmm. he's the creative director of zelda i think so he said like basically here's here's a cool game until we can talk more about breath of the wild 2 so you're gonna have to wait he said a little bit longer whatever that means no it probably means it's gonna be delayed until 2022 2021 please don't put that evil out there i want to play it next year if I'm not playing it this holiday season, there's, I want to play it next year. There is too much happening within the next year for me to even think about. And maybe they'll put it out with the new model of the Switch. What do you think that they would do a new model of the Switch-wise? Like, what, what else can you do? Just a better screen, better battery. Mm. What they Switch do with Pro. their handhelds. Yeah. Switch Pro. Their handhelds. Yeah. Like DSXL and that stuff. But those aren't in 1080p. No, that's what I'm saying. What they, what you see have they've done in the past, like basically they just supersize it. Yeah. I don't want it to be supersized if I can't play Mario three thirty five on it <laughs> and have it look awesome. Yeah, and they also announced that. But Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity is what it's called. And it's gonna be fantastic. And it takes place if you know Breath of the Wild. Well, basically the the beginning of Breath of the Wild, they they talk about uh, Link has been asleep for a hundred years. It's what put him to sleep. Yeah, it's that the it's battle, the, the big battle. It's the Nyquil of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but it looks really cool. It looks exactly like Breath of the Wild graphics wise. Mm-hmm. And you're just uh, if you've never played that type of game, it's like a you against a thousand people, and you're doing crazy big attacks and basically just murdering a bunch of little creatures and it looked like you got to play as the other heroes yeah so i didn't play the first one the first hyrule warriors we have it i know but i just uh this one is like right on my alley because that one is like a spinoff but doesn't it has nothing to do with breath of the wild it doesn't it's just hyrule characters oh hyrule warriors yeah it's yeah, I don't even know. I don't think I've ever even put it in my in the Wii U that we have. <laughs> well, we should we, try it. That was now that that's come out. Yeah, that it's coming out, and that that comes out this year, in yeah, November. November twentieth, twenty twenty. So that's super exciting. And then they also Shana, get your Switch before then. Yes, and you have to play through the entirety of Breath of the Wild. I think that she could play Breath of she could play Calamity first, no. and then do that. It's a prequel. No, I'm Why telling not? you that you can't do that. Shayna, we've been best friends since we were two years old. I'm the boss. I'm uh, the captain now. No. I am the captain now. I'm telling you that you'll get spoiled on things. If you play it first. <laughs> Thanks, Ahsoka. So why would you want to lead your 
one of your best friends astray? I why would you? Know. Why would you want to have her skip one of the greatest gaming experiences She's ever? She's not going to skip it. I'm sure she'll actually probably play it, but it's going to take her a while to get through Breath of the Wild. Trust me, you'll want to play that first. It's going to take her a while. That just means I have to get a physical copy of, um, of that. So you can share it. Yes. But they also announced um, Mario's 35th anniversary. They're doing a 3D All Stars, which is. Um, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario 3D World just uh, up-resed. So you're basically playing the Mario 64. It looks exactly the same. It's just a little bit crisper because the graphics are up-resed to probably 900p. Yeah, like 470 or something. You know what frustrates me about that is the fact that now that they did that, I know... That they can bring Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and all the other games that I love onto Switch, but they're not doing it so that people still have to go and buy the other systems that it's on, aka the 3DS. You can only play the HD remasters on 3DS for Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. I just don't think they sell enough. And they're to bringing they're it. bringing Skyward Sword. They're bringing Skyward Sword to. It's less work. It's an awful game. I wouldn't say it's awful. If people rate it, it is on the lower end almost every time. It's still Zelda. It's still Zelda, but it's not like good Zelda. That was when they that was the game that probably made them be like, you know what, we really need to like consider breaking the mold because this is apparently it's not working. It's not working because you have Link wearing freaking parachute pants and flying on a demon aka a bird. <laughs> I mean, I only played like two hours of that game, but I didn't hate it. It's awful. And then you have the whole, you didn't experience this. This when they were like, look what the Wii can do. You go like, you slam oh, up and down. You have to do it the correct direction in order to kill that. And the whole game is like that. All the bosses, yeah, everything. Yeah, motion Plus. It's so stupid. Ugh. I do have a gold re- golden um, Wii remote from that though, which is probably the coolest thing. But I did lose my my map from that game when I got the special edition and this is another thing that's really odd is the game like the game guide that came with it is itty bitty which means that like to me they're like not trying i have two game guides for breath of the wild and they're humongous they're huge given that game is bigger but also the other game guides for ocarina of time majora's mask everything they're they're chunky they're huge but skyward sword is like yeah, this is just a little bit bigger than a magazine. <laughs> oh. That's my Zelda rant for now. Yeah, but and that's all the Nintendo news, I think. But yeah. So then uh, Ubisoft had their that had a little event today. Yeah. Where they announced a uh, Prince of Persia remake. Sands of Time. Sands of Time remake, and that looks pretty cool. And I'm hoping that. They are putting that out to get interest built back up for when they announce like a proper Prince of Persia game, which would be fantastic. It looks really good and it's a remake too. So it's the graphics are like modern. It's not like what Nintendo's doing with Mario. So that's really cool. They also, um, if you guys remember, there's a game called Gods and Monsters that Ubisoft was uh, working on. They haven't talked about it in a year or two. But they renamed it, and it's coming out December 3rd. It's called um, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Mm-hmm. 
and it's an open world game you're it's set in like a greek style world kind of reminds me of like hercules when they're like looking down when the gods are looking down uh-huh. and there's like poofy clouds and like super pretty but you play as phoenix and she has like godlike powers completely open world you can climb on everything so there's a lot of breath of the wild comparisons but the combat looks completely different um it looks like a little bit more deep and more complicated fighting like you know uh, greek mythology type creatures which look pretty cool and uh, a bunch of people got to play it uh like influences and stuff and it seems like there's a lot of positive buzz and that's a ps5 on december 3rd there's gonna be a lot going on so that's exciting in november uh fortnite versus apple continues um, oh is there an update on that yeah so and i wanted to i'm sure the boys are glued to any any kind of news that's coming out because they're trying to figure out uh carl's boys yeah jesse and carl's boys um texted her today she did not carson and connor shout out um but they they released a statement apple did they both are suing each other um for money basically hardship on the money that epic is suing apple for the money they're missing out that the they can't update their game and then apple is suing fortnite for the money that they aren't giving them for their microtransaction purchases yeah and then apple they're not going to let you log in because you can play now if it's downloaded. You're just playing an old version of the game. Right. Apple's going to block that uh, September 11th. Oh, you're tomorrow. Not gonna, you're not going to be able to log in anymore. So I feel bad for the boys and hopefully... Well, they have PS4 still. I was going to say, they still have their PS4. But I know they were worried because the, the accounts don't link. So they have V-Bucks and stuff like that. Uh, stuck on their phones so i would if you if i was you um and you can still i would just use all your v bucks and then only only focus on the playstation 4 version of it for now and then maybe maybe get switch lights or i don't know as as far as a portable version the switch is your only route and well they have to the boys have to be on wi-fi anyway so that's true um but yeah so they're doing that they're they're not gonna let you even log in anymore so doesn't surprise me and i just don't i just don't understand why epic is coming after apple when sony and microsoft do the same thing yeah i'm not exactly sure maybe well i mean sony and epic have a really good relationship sony bought a whole bunch of shares so they're part owners sort Mm -hmm. of not part owners but they have a big they have a lot of stock they have a large stake in it i mean i feel like everybody does but apple must have done something to make them mad and apple was like epic is trying to act like they're robin hood right now but they're basically just trying to not pay for yeah they're basically they're like we don't want to pay you that we'll pay bill and ted over here that but we're not paying you that one i i obviously think that they should have to pay the platform that they're on i think so too like you're using their service to have people play your play their game so you they should apple should be compensated somehow for it maybe not the percentage that they're asking but if the that's just like a blanket thing but then epic they're breaking the mold on 
even if you publish a game with them, you get a bigger cut of your sales than anywhere else. I feel like that they're going after Apple as like the bigger conglomerate because it is more press. So yeah. that they people are talking about it, and they're also talking about the fact that Epic is is publicizing smaller games or devs on their platform and saying that they're going to get a bigger cut of it. It does the whole thing need to be shaken up? Maybe I don't know. Well, I mean, it just the argument is that's a good thing, because like if you if you're if we were an indie dev and we sold our game on Steam, they take thirty percent. Yeah. If we sell it on Epic, they only take twelve. Yeah. So it's like they are good in that sense. Like, but you I'm, think just a money grubbing? I think company. it's a publicity stunt just to get people to talk more about their platform and have, and devs see like, oh yeah, they went up against the like this giant thing, you know? That's awesome. I want to I want to put my game on that on there, and then eventually like they're gonna have all these people glued to being on Epic, and what's to stop them from doing the same thing, from raising their their cut eventually? I just don't think they would, because why would they do that? Because they Cause can? Because it's working. Yeah. It's working the way it is now, and they, that's what I mean. They don't seem like it. Well, they might but, not seem like it now, but things change, and CEOs change, policies change, and if you've got stockholders, you have to listen to what they say, not what you want. You, you don't own your own company in those situations. If stockholders want more of a share of the games that are being sold on that platform, guess what? Yeah, but I, I think Todd Sweeney or Tim Sweeney, I think his name's Tim Sweeney. He's majority owner, so. For now. But I don't think he would ever give that up. It doesn't. Walt Disney was never going to give up the Walt Disney Company. He created his own secondary company, put everything under that IP, or that, not IP, that business, so that the former disney brothers company had to buy the rights to use his full name he was really smart about it but he didn't ever expect to have to do anything with it now look where disney is now it's one of the most money grubbing and i love disney but it's one of the most money grubbing companies out there they have 46 billion dollars in liquidity and they're still saying that they're hurting right now it's a tough world that's liquidity that is not that's what they have in their bank account right now that's not counting what they have out there in stocks or anything else yeah but we're talking about epic yeah but i'm saying it doesn't it's not that far of a leap if you've got something that other people want and when you're gone whether you're giving that up because you retire or anything else somebody else is going to take advantage of it yeah, I guess we'll see. Time will tell. I like to look at the bright side, and hopefully things are good, and they're nice people, and they stick to their 12%. I want to say yes, but at the same time, they're going after Apple, so I don't really understand how you can think that they're a good they're the Because it's guy. Apple. Apple's just trying to do the same thing that they are. Yeah, but they're also a giant company. They can duke it out all they want. Yeah, which is why I'm saying it's a publicity stunt. You really think that Epic is going to win the battle against Apple right now when Apple is standing its ground? No, I didn't say they were going to win. It's a publicity stunt. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying. I mean, like, they're winning. We're talking about them. Yeah. I'm just saying that they, there's fruit on their tree of them being good to customers. And the people that put games on their platforms over Steam and PlayStation, even in Xbox. I know, I'm up for fighting for the little guy and, and providing that. 
you know, an option for them to where a smaller developer that's not going to make a whole lot of money generally is going to be able to make more so that they can make more games. But, yeah. But we'll see. Time will tell. And they'll be just fine if you can't play their game on Apple phones. I think so, too. And Apple will be just fine without Fortnite on their phone, so. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We'll still have people lining up two blocks to buy the newest iPhone. It's not going to stop. And then there's rumors that uh, PS5 launch date and price is coming either next week or the week after that. I hope so. And tying into that is because Xbox Series X and then the freshly announced uh, Series S, which is their like all digital cheaper platform, got a release date and a price. On accident. Well, it was leaked and then, or it was leaked sort of, so it was just a rumor and then they decided to come out and just admit it. So the Xbox Series X is going to be $499.99 and the Series S is going to be $299.99. And I was looking at the specs, and the S looks like it's like half the power. Same solid state. When you say half the power, what does that mean? Half the power of the Series X. Yeah, but like, what does that mean? Like, is that less RAM or? No, it's like uh, the CPU and GPU are like half the speed. So you're going to have poor loading times no the solid state is the same oh, okay so basically le- less pro- like less graphics let's say to simplify it less good I looking mean, halo was looking real real good there <laughs> <laughs> so are they running that demo on the series s they should have said that that would be funny <laughs> and that's pu- it's purely digital so there's no optical drive there's no 4k like nothing no 4K player, but it'll yeah. stream 4K. Yeah. And it'll do, um, they're shooting for 1440p at 120 frames for their games. And then it's 4K 120 on the Series X is what they're shooting for, like a baseline. So it's interesting because you're going to have a cheaper, it's not as powerful, obviously, as PS5, but it's an option. And then they also have a payment plan that you can get on, which is, um, for the Xbox Series X, you can do 35 bucks a month. That's what you told me. And 35 bucks a month for two years, and that gets you Game Pass Ultimate for two years, and then the system. In the, I did the math. It's even. There's no interest, which is crazy. And then uh, the Series S, I think, was 25 or 30 bucks a month. Same kind of deal, and you get Game Pass Ultimate for two years as well. I don't get it. So, and then rumors came out that they they basically came out and admitted it because Sony is supposedly going to say price and date and they wanted to be first. Who knows if that's actually true, but that's, uh, that's what people are saying anyways. So it's going to be interesting. I don't think maybe the all digital PlayStation will be cheaper than the Series X and then the PS5 with the disc drive will be more expensive than the series x i i don't know i uh, my business mind kicks in and i'm like you're devaluing yourself so much by allowing people to make the payments like that but then you are making it more accessible for people that are on tighter budgets because it's 2020 and people have been without jobs for a while or on unemployment but you think it devalues 
to me, it makes it, it you know, let's say I'm saying this because I'm a girl and I like like designer handbags or whatever. Because <laughs> that's something you like. <laughs> I like my lounge fly. That was a $50 bag. Or however much. I don't know what Brittany paid for it. It was expensive. It's got a cool, like, metal plate on it, so. But it's a lot more expensive than the Target bag I was carrying around for two years. But That's my point. What? That you will, like, it doesn't matter that much to you. No, it does, because it's Disney. No, I'm saying, but you also had a purse that you did for two years. If I, it was that important, you would I have designer that. handbags, is no, my point. I wanted the lounge fly for really, like, for two years, but I could not afford to just spend that type of money on a bag, even though I could spend that type of money on a, a video game That's or a board game. my point. It's not that important to you. You would have made it happen. Okay, mister. Okay. Anyway. But my point is, it just seems like you're devaluing your product when you're not... When you're not like, no, this is this is what it's going to be. And we hope that you can afford it. I get that they're trying to make it more accessible and everything. But to me, it just makes it seem like this is the Walmart version. It's it's the good, great value brand of a game console. I don't know. Because it's a knockoff brand of something that is excellent. They, but it's this not. Is, and to me, it's also admitting defeat. It's like, well, we aren't going to beat Sony. We're not going to beat Sony, so we're the only way that we're going to be able to do this is let's make it cheaper, announce it first, and then have it to be more accessible for people to buy. Maybe that'll work. But I don't know if it's going to be cheaper. We don't know that yet. If you are in the mindset of, of how much I have to pay right now, I have to pay $35 a month. But you still have to qualify for that. They're oh, not... you have to like check, they yes. check your credit? Yes, you have to qualify why would you want your credit checked for a game console? If you can't afford to get it without having your credit checked, you probably shouldn't have it. Yeah, but we all do things that... I did it for the PS3. I didn't have a... I shouldn't have owned one and I made it happen. Yeah, but what did you just say? You shouldn't have owned one? Yeah, but there's going to be people that do that. But don't do that. It's unwise. But... But 35 bucks a month. But then, it, like, if you have to qualify for it, how do you have the guarantee that there's no interest? What if your credit sucks? There is no interest, though. There's no... It's it, The deal is what it is. You qualify for that deal or you don't. Hmm. But my, I think of it, like, I couldn't have afforded an iPhone unless they did... They I paid for my iPhone X or ten. I paid 30 bucks a month for more than two years. I guess. I, I don't. And that didn't devalue the phone. That's the nicest phone I've ever owned. Yeah. And then my other line of thinking on that is just that, like, you need a phone. And you need to have a phone that's internet capable and everything like that. If I'm going to need something, if I need a game console that I'm going to be able to, it has longevity, it, I can play the games I want to, everything like that, that's not Xbox. If I'm saying I need something, it's not Xbox. I don't I don't have they don't have enough games for you to be like, yeah, I need that. I need a new Xbox. There's not enough exclusives on there. And then if you have the old one, guess what? It's fine. You can still play the first two years worth of games of new release games on your old Xbox. Why would I buy a new one? Yeah. I, I don't I, need it. I know, we've talked about that. I agree with that. And so to me, 
in my noggin and of my opinion, it devalues it even more so than it already was. Yeah, I guess I just, I don't think it devalues it, but I think, I agree with your points. I just don't think that it devalues it. It makes it more appealing to me. I like exclusivity. Because you can afford it. With some stuff like that. Because like I even said to you, if we didn't have our gaming PCs, we're getting the PS5s, we're saving for it. Yeah. And we're going to get it. And if we didn't have the gaming PC and I was like, well, 35 bucks a month, we could do that. That makes me more likely to get both than pay full price for both of them. Which I think is going to be that way for a lot of people. I have no idea what... It just said you need to qualify for it. I have no idea how they're going to figure that out. but And to have Game Pass for two years is awesome. and Because Game Pass is awesome. But you pay $35 a month for a Game Pass, or for, for all of that. And how much is Game Pass Ultimate? 15 bucks a month. 15 bucks a month? It's interesting. Well, I mean, there's no... That, doing that... Then you don't have to pay for any games either. Right. Well, what, we were watching, you were watching Kind of Funny earlier, and they were like, how are they making their money? Yeah, I... <coughs> excuse me, I don't have the coronavirus. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think it's crazy. They must have done the math, and then they figured out that paying, you're basically paying a dev, whatever the deal is, let's just say, two million bucks to get their game on Game Pass. Whatever, whatever sales that they were gonna get percentage wise, would probably equal to around that already. And then maybe they just figured that it they would get more subscriptions to Game Pass than they would of selling whatever individual copies of the games that are going on Game Pass anyways. So maybe it just evens out. But I don't know. I'd love to have a conversation with old Philly Spencer. <laughs> but he, off the record. I mean, I don't know. It's just... It, uh, they're definitely swinging for the fences and hopefully it makes sony give some kind of awesome deal as well i that's the only hope that i have for it the only silver lining that i see for that like not that i'm dead set like oh xbox shouldn't have released their prices oh they shouldn't be doing that deal like other than the fact that it can't put some people into a bad financial situation maybe they shouldn't do that but other than that i don't really care what they do but i feel like people would put themselves in a bad situation by trying to buy the whole thing at once anyways. That's true. And this way you don't have interest. Uh, maybe. Um, I just, just interesting. It's different. And I, and not that I don't like it. I actually appreciate what they're doing because like I said, it's 2020. It sucks. There's a lot of people that are in a lot tighter spots because of the way that everything is right now. It's also an election year, which makes things even worse because <laughs> false promises are being made left and right, <laughs> right? And then you've got people that are like, yeah, I want the stimulus, but then you don't realize that you're going to have to pay it back or the other side of the coin that's saying that you aren't going to get paid, like you're, you're not going to get taxed on your check, but then you'll have to pay it back later. Right. But people don't realize about that whole later situation. Well, yeah, it's the fine print. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'll take the money now. I need yeah. some extra money. I don't want that. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, there's... 2020 has been rough, and 
if a lot of people, that, that could be a silver lining for them. That was the thing that we've been looking forward to ever since we found out that the PS5 was coming out. We're like, yeah, 2020, it's going to be our year. It's going to be awesome. We have Last of Us Part Two, and we're going to have the PS5 come out, and it's going to be awesome. We were pumped, and, you know, it's just been, like, those have been the, the highlights <laughs> of the year. Yeah, it's, yeah, this year sucks. Yeah, this year, is it's rough. But... Yeah, so there you go. Hopefully Sony comes out and says something about their prices. And hopefully it's around 500 bucks because that... Uh, That's what we've been saving for. You'll see loyalty, brand loyalty, only go so far. <laughs> well, I, we've all been saying it's probably going to be around 500 it, It's what makes sense for it to be around there, um, just based off of what we've seen. I would like for it to be cheaper, but... I mean, if it's not going to be, it's not going to be. I'm still going to buy it. And they need to, obviously, they need to make money per con. Like, because the PS3, even at 600 bucks, they were still losing money. Well, that's why they had And selling people, it at a loss. That's why they had all those people, had that, um, the, basically, it's a reservation lottery with yeah. your PSN. That's what, they're gauging the, the, interest interest and yeah like us we don't you know not to say that we don't care how much it is but whatever it is we're gonna try to get two of them on launch day and that's gonna be that um but we both work really hard and we're starting to save early in right now oh yeah we work not just like make it rain on that day no 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 you work every other week you work 48 hours a week and, and that's a lot of overtime, too. And I work a lot of overtime. And, you know, we work hard. We play pretty hard. But, you know, it's... As we should. As we should. That's This is how we've lived our lives. We have... We've been very blessed. And we don't have a lot of debt. And we're doing good. So, we, you know, we live our life by the Lord's standard. And that's why we are blessed. Yes. Um... And then on to other news. Uh, Minecraft is getting uh, PSVR mode this month. I don't know how I feel about that. So I was like, oh, that just thought I'd mention that's pretty neat. It's neat. I just don't know if there's that much like that I physically would want to be like, let me walk around in Minecraft and look at. Yeah, I mean, it could be huge, though. That's Because Minecraft is freaking huge. It's open world, yeah. I mean, popularity-wise. Oh, yeah. That's true. It's still really popular. And then, uh, and that's an Xbox game. Go figure. Uh, then my last bit of news, I just thought it was cool. There's this game called Bounty Battle coming out. And it's an indie dev. And it's basically um, like a street fighter. Mm-hmm. Like a 2D fighter. And it's all indie characters from big indie games. That's Like fun. the guy from Guacamelee. There's some characters from Battle Chasers in it. So it's like Smash Brothers, but... But indie games. But indie games. That's but awesome. not for, it's not Smash as in like 8v8 or 4v4 mm-hmm. or 2v2. It's it's like a like a Street Fighter with those characters fighting each okay. other. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, they have like the Dead, the Dead Cells guys, Axiom Verge, SteamWorld Dig. Axiom Verge is on there? Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And it, uh, he had the idea, I guess. I read a little article like six years ago. And then he started reaching out, and the first the first one he got was the Guacamelee guy, and he's like a luchador, so he's kind of a 
perfect for a fighting game. And uh, he just kept reaching out. Well, I thought out. you were talking about the dev being a luchador. Oh, no. The, the character in Guacamelee. <laughs> I'm imagining him like a luchador sitting at a PC with his mask on and be like, oh, yes. Oh, yes, I shot you. <laughs> and he just kept reaching out to any, other indie devs, and they all started getting on board. So Axiom Verge, That's do you super know? super exciting. Do you know the story behind that? It's one guy. I one know. guy, and he made it for his, I think his daughter or his son that was really sick. Oh. He had cancer. And hmm. they worked on it together. Interesting. I did not hear that. I heard it was one person, but I didn't hear any of that. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Oh, and then there's one more piece. Uh, Spellbreak, which is a battle royale. Um, it looks interesting. I haven't played it. I looked at a trailer. Um, we were, like, casting spells at each other, and it looked like there was, like, ways to trap people in, like, a tornado. And then it was weird. But that's it's free to play and it's out, so just wanted to give that some airtime because it's out and it's free and go check it out if you like battle royales. Yeah. But that's all I have for news. I only have one other piece of news. Um, so GameStop announced recently that they're going to be closing 450 more stores in, within the U.S. So if you're near one of them, be on the lookout because you're probably going to find some killer deals around there on oh, used cool. games and everything um that's kind of sad that that's happening we kind of knew that that was the way it's kind that of it inevitable was, yeah with everything going digital it's kind of how it's going but be on the lookout there might be one of your local game stops closing near you and then you can get some good deal on some nerdy merch or nerdy some merch. games we should open up a store called nerdy merch nerdy merch <laughs> but yeah that's it's sad but it's how it goes yeah is that all you have yeah that's it okay coolio well i will get into my bible verse um i was listening to alistair as i do as i kind of mentioned almost every episode i think and he was talking about this king slash priest that i'd never heard of about and he was at that's kind of what the lesson was about like stories that are super important that not a lot of people have heard because it's he's not mentioned a ton or like the short the story's really short and he was so you just basically go into detail about that and his name is uh Zedek. and apparently he was a king and a priest mm -hmm. and Abraham tithed to him which uh he went into a, a bunch of detail and I'm not educated enough to say what he said or why like but that's a big deal because um so he was greater than abraham right because of the way tithing works and um he it also mentions like that he was jesus like but he was before jesus mm -hmm. there's a it's, there's a lot of stuff surrounding him. it's pretty interesting so i've kind of gotten a little hair to go check him out a little more and read about him but um and I just thought it's cool that the Bible is so deep that it's just like endless. You can have right. stories and sermons about everything and it's super deep and uh, really cool. But then, um, so digging into that a little bit, I found a really cool verse about Jesus and I just wanted to share it. Um, it's Hebrews seven twenty three through 25. <clears throat> Now, there have been many of those priests since death prevented them from continuing in office. But because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. 
Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them. And I thought that was just a really cool, that painted a really cool picture about Jesus and like there was priests that were close, not close, but were in that ballpark, but death was the thing that separated them and Jesus Mm -hmm. is forever. And then he is basically like our attorney for God and he's going to plead our case for us. Oh yeah. Which is just a really cool thought. So I thought I'd share. Thank you. Do you have anything else? Um, I can't think of anything. Alrighty. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Hopefully, I didn't lose any of you as our, we took a week off, but we'll try and be consistent from here on out um, and maybe plan a little better to have a, a little episode that we can just throw in if we need to miss a week. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening. You guys can catch us on all your podcasting places that you like to listen to. <laughs> facebook uh we have a website dungeoncrawlers.com d-u-n-n-g-e-o-n crawlers.com you can ask us questions on there you can hit the little lines on the upper right part of your phone screen and submit a question uh for the podcast if you'd like to have it read on air it's anonymous if you want it to be or it doesn't have to be um go ahead and click on the lines click on the lines folks and then there's just a if you're on a web browser like on your computer it's just questions up at the top uh click in the words instagram dungeon crawlers <laughs> and yeah thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next friday yeah see you next friday i do not consent <laughs> bye bye, bye.